the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, welcome back, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. And my name is Mark Salem, and for the next hour, we're going to talk cars. If you'd like to join us, you can, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. And we've got four lines open. We're going to get to Al in about 30 seconds. But let me tell you about Action Auto Repair at I-17 in Deer Valley. I've known Tom since the early 80s. He opened up his shop in 1983. He works on BMWs. That's one of the cars he works on a lot. But he also works on Chevy Fords, Toyotas, Hondas, and Chryslers. So if you're up in that area, the North Phoenix, Deer Valley area, and you don't already have a shop, may I suggest that you stop by Action, call them and make an appointment, have something simple like a tire rotation or an oil change done, and see how they fit. If you like them, good. And if you don't, then you haven't lost anything other than an oil change. But I'm pretty sure you're going to like them because they do a good job. I know that because I hear from their customers. So that's Action Auto Repair, I-17 in Deer Valley. Al, good morning to you. How can I help you? Yeah, hi there. I appreciate your experience and your counsel in these matters. Thank I you. Have a, I have a 13 Tundra that I bought new. Loved the truck real well, except it was a basic model. Came with the ugliest wheels that any manufacturer could ever invent. So I want to change them out. So when I go to the dealer up here, they have takeoffs. And they're giving me a story that says I have to stay with steel wheels because if I go to the alloys, I have to replace the tire pressure sensors because they're not transferable. Can you kind of enlighten me on that subject? I've never heard that before, but I've been wrong before. But I don't understand why we just can't transfer the tire pressure monitoring transmitters from one wheel to the other because they both have valve stems. Well, that would be my impression, but that's not what they were telling me at the dealership. Yeah. I I don't know the answer to that, but you got a pencil handy? Sure. Okay. 480-598-1234. Okay. My son lives and dies on the performance side of our business and he knows tires and wheels better than anybody including me so monday through friday preferably not monday morning or friday afternoons for obvious reasons but call and ask for alan okay and uh, ask him first you know you know you don't there's lots of other wheels that will fit on your tundra I mean, okay. you don't have to go with, you know, something that they, they took off that was one step fancier than yours. I mean, you can put anything on there. So he can guide you if you want to look at some of the aftermarket stuff, because I have aftermarket wheels on my Dodge Dually. My wife has it on her Ford Edge. My my daughter has it on her Ford Explorer. 
Um, everybody in my family has fa- fancy wheels on their cars and trucks. Okay. We even have fancy wheels on our shuttle bus. <laughs> so it's it's yeah, Alan will know the answer. <clears throat> I I could be wrong. If I'm wrong, he'll tell you I'm wrong. But okay. uh, yeah, call Alan and and talk about two things. Tell me why he said this, and number two, you know, do you have t- wheels that will match the tires? And that's what you really want is is you want to buy the same tires, but you just want to fancy up the wheels. Right, right, and transfer the uh, transfer the sensors. Right, and, uh, these sensors are something like seventy bucks a piece plus programming. Okay, uh, ask him <laughs> about that too. <laughs> Was first of all, if you bought a set of wheels, we're going to dismount them and mount them and put the tire sensors where they belong, and we're going to reprogram them. There may be a slight charge for that, but I don't know that $70 fairly represents what a tire pressure monitoring system transmitter really is. I'm pretty sure Alan can answer that question, too. I would focus it this way. I'm being told that the sensor itself is like 70 bucks plus programming. Do you find that to be within the the realm Mm -hmm. of, of what you live? And he'll say yes, or he'll say no. We char- our sensors are this much money, and if we're going to take the tire apart or put new tires on it, then we don't charge any labor at all. The programming is pretty easy. You walk around the car, and you tell, pretend that you have four sensors, red, white, blue, and black. Okay. We just need to tell the computer where they are. <laughs> <laughs> left front, right front, left rear, you know, right rear. That's all. We just have to tell the computer where they're at. And, and they have equipment now that talks wireless to them and all kinds of fancy stuff so that all that right. won't be a hard one, thing but alan can do a better job with your question than i can one quick question though relative okay. to that i don't have to take it to the dealer to be programmed is that correct absolutely not okay absolutely not you don't even need it if you had a software update you wouldn't need to go to them because all of us independent shops have ability to go to the cloud and we already pay a subscription fee so we go to the cloud and we put your hook it to your car and the cloud goes, oh, this is a Toyota Tundra. Oh, it's a 13 with this blah, blah, blah. And then it says, what do you want to do? And I say, well, look, is there any ECM or PCM upgrades? Yep, there's an ECM. Okay, we'll go ahead and download it. So it costs me $128. So that's the time and the cloud fee. And I plug your car in and after two or three hours, it's done. We had a BMW in there the other day that took 14 hours to download the new software and we have a pretty blazing wi-fi uh in our in our uh, system in our uh, building i should say but what was what is important is we now have this piece of equipment that's hundreds of dollars that we hook to the car so that the battery will have a stable voltage the entire time because if i've got a bmw hooked onto it and somebody in inadvertently or accidentally opens and closes the door and the dome light flashes we have to start all over again. So that's why we tape the door shut. <laughs> that's why we put a balloon on the, on, the, on the antenna or on the windshield wiper so everybody knows, don't touch this car. It's in the middle of programming. But we do hook up this battery tender to stabilize the voltage. But that's how we do it. All right. Well, thank you, Al. Um, I'm, I'm sure Alan can take care of you. Who we got next, Gil? We have Bill. Bill, good morning. How can I help you? Good morning, Mark. Uh, I've got a 2000, <clears throat> excuse my throat, it's a little froggy today. i got a 2017 Nissan Versa, okay? okay. The, very, the very first time I changed the brakes, you know, okay. I, I, go to, I go to the parts dealer, and the entry-level <clears throat> entry brake pads are 27 bucks. 
And the high end, they, they call them ceramic brake pads, are 52 bucks. So I thought, I got a nice car, I'm going to swing for the 52, okay? Okay. I put them on, and when I, every time I stop, it, it's been about, I've had these brakes already for four months still, but every time I come to a stop, it sounds like when you've gone past your, your pad and your metal's touching metal, that, that grounding yeah. sound, like you know you're going to need a new rotor. It sounds yeah. like that. And I was okay. wondering if you ever heard of the problem, or, or should I... Just go with the entry-level pad next time. Well, um, without mentioning the name, is this an auto parts store that doesn't actually do auto repair? Exactly. Okay. Well, gosh darn it. I, what I want to say is, is that idiot doesn't understand, but I'm not going to say that. I'm going right. to say that young person doesn't understand that the rotors dictate what pads we put on. So... If you turn around and take a Mercedes-Benz with soft pads and you put ceramics on that thing, you're going to be in trouble. That customer's going to hate you. So uh, in your particular case, you have to go by what the OEM manufacturer says. Now, when I say OEM, the manufacturer is of your Versa says, <clears throat> these are the pads. Well, we can cross that pad number into 10 different brands. Wagner, Raybestos, right. Akibono, you know, we... Be, uh, it, it Bendix is another one. We can cross that over, but when we look in our particular brake atmosphere or our, our, our application, and we have it all on the computer, we just right. punch in your verse and it says these are the pads. That's it. So he upgraded so I, you should I, into should a I pad. Go to the, should I go to another store like that? Or, no. or should I go to the dealer and buy the pads? No, you you can do that. Just get a name brand. And you need to take, you need to go to the manager and, in a nice way, say, I'm very unhappy with these ceramic pads because would you like to take a ride with me? And I'll show you. I would very much like to return these pads to you, and I'd like to buy the exact pads that the book calls for. Yeah, because so I have, have a lifetime warranty, you know. Uh, so I know, but to... a, a lifetime warranty is just a joke. Whose okay. lifetime? You know what I mean? Yeah. And then yeah. they're going to prorate it. So if you right. go in and let's say you paid 100 bucks. Okay, mm-hmm. hundred bucks for the pads. So you go in and the pads are twenty five percent left. Well, then you're only going to get a credit of twenty five percent because you got use of seventy five percent of that pad. Yeah. So okay, yeah, it's I a lifetime you. warranty, but we're going to give you twenty five off your next pad, and that way we've hooked you like fishing. I got you. I got my hook right. in your mouth, and you have to come see me every single time. Okay, this is the trick to it. When he when he flashed up his screen, I was looking at it sideways. And I go, give me them babies, the, 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 the high-end fit. He didn't tell me, you know, which ones I should get. I just pointed and says, give me them expensive ones, you know. So this time, when I go in, will his computer have the info to, to, direct, to direct me to the right pad? Well, you, what you're asking for is Bendix, Raybestos, Wagner, Akibono. You're, you're interested in, in having a, a brand name on the box they give you. You want to know what pads do you have that are direct replacements for the ones on my Versa. I don't want to upgrade. I don't want to walk down. I don't want to walk up. What pads is my Versa supposed to have? And and, and I'm, I'm impressed that you admitted that you told him, you pointed at it and said, I want those pads. Because basically you just wiped out the opportunity for you to blame it on them. But yeah, lesson learned. Yeah. That's okay. Lesson learned. And I want to commend you for admitting that because, <clears throat> you know, you not, you know, I'm going to tell you something. Your wife knows and so does mine. Sometimes mm-hmm. men don't always tell the truth. Right, and so, right. Um, and that, can that's I, can okay I throw another small question at you? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Okay. The car is going to be two years in July. 
And I travel a lot in Mexico, so, you know, I, I don't ever want to, I want to be on the safe side and not have mishaps, okay? Okay. Is it all right? I'm, I'm, what I'm thinking of doing is taking it to Thompson's, getting getting my, my radiator fluid flushed, you know, it's two years old, and getting my serpentine belt changed, whether it needs it or not. How many and miles are on the car? And I thought about changing, huh? How many miles are on the car? It's, it has it has 105 because I go to Mexico a lot. It's got oh. 105. All right. Um, my my personal recommendation is 80,000 miles or eight years, and you're way past that. So I agree that the timing belt, if it's got one, all the V belts, all the fan belts and stuff, and all the hoses are due. Now, here's the key. First of all, Mexico is going to have all kinds of parts for your car, so I wouldn't worry about it. There's a kid over there in Rocky Point named Doug Shukers that used to work for me. He's a fine technician. He has his own repair shop, and he tells me all the time I can get parts for anything. In your particular case, I would just take all the old stuff and put it in the trunk of my car. That way, if you do break down in Mexico, all you need is somebody who knows how to use a wrench, and they can put your old parts back on. But yeah, if you haven't done any fluids, then you're due for hoses, belts, and fluids all the way around. Okay? All righty. Thank you, Bill. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960 if you have a car question or a car problem. And, of course, you, you know that when I say there's times that men don't tell the truth, I'm talking about myself, too, okay? <laughs> there are times I've said to my wife, you look fantastic. And that wasn't necessarily the truth. But it's the path of least resistance, and you just know that when you open your mouth and say something stupid that you're going to pay for it for the rest of the month, and as it is today, seven days, eight days away. And so I, I'm not going to pay for it. 602-508-0960. Hello, I'm Greg May, owner of Phoenix Body Works. For 35 years, we've been demonstrating our workmanship, our honesty, our integrity, and our exceptional customer service. We are blessed to have so many repeat customers who refer their friends and family. We have ethical, loyal technicians who have been with us for years. They are ICAR certified, which means they are up to date on the latest technology and techniques. So your repairs meet or exceed industry standards. Our technicians are truly part of our family. We are very capable of fixing your car. We pull off damaged parts. We pull your frame and body mounts back to where they should be. Then we install the new parts. We align both the front and rear end. Then your car is back to the way it was when new. Our customers come from all over the valley. I'm Greg May. Remember, it's your vehicle. You pick the shop, not the insurance company. Phoenix Body Works. We want to be your collision repair specialist. Call us, 623-582-1434, Monday through Friday, 9 to noon on Saturday. You know you are generating traffic to your website. But are you capturing the leads that visit and then bounce? In fact, 98% of your website traffic leaves without taking action on the first visit. Those leads are expensive. Capture them with Salem Surround Live Chat. Salem Surround Live Chat is a real person who serves as the digital receptionist to your website. They greet your customers 24-7. Collect contact and other information, allowing you to follow up on every lead. And the best part? You only pay for the qualified leads. Plus, Salem Surround Live Chat can be HIPAA compliant. Add a level of professionalism and convenience to your site. And capture new leads with Salem Surround Live Chat. Let's start with a conversation. Click on surroundphoenix.com. Ask us how a digital receptionist greeting visitors to your website can capture those pricey leads just checking you out. Check us out at surroundphoenix.com. Connecting you with new customers. Surroundphoenix.com. 
I'm a veteran. My victory was admitting I had PTSD and getting help. As America's veterans face challenges, DAV is there. I no longer see it as a weakness, but as a sign of strength. I call it post-traumatic growth. DAV provides a lifetime of support, helping veterans of every generation get the benefits they've earned. I am a veteran. I lost both legs in Vietnam. Every year, DAV helps more than a million veterans so they can reach victories great and small. My victory was getting my benefits and a good education. I'm a veteran. When I got out, I felt like Nora was safe. My victory was finding the help I needed. But there's more to be done and more victories to be won. Thanks to DAV, now I feel like I'm human again. Help support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. Thirty-six minutes, no, twenty minutes after the hour of eleven o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. Let me tell you real quick about one of my best shops. Automotive Dynamics is Sun City's largest and most trusted, complete automotive service facility. Family owned and operated since nineteen eighty-two. Chuck Nide started it. Derek now runs it. And they have really great staff technicians, and their technicians aren't paid a commission on the parts or the labor. They're salaried or hourly because that eliminates them selling you stuff you don't need. So if you're looking for a great shop in the Sun City area, I'd like to recommend Automotive Dynamics. They're on the north side of Grand, just west of 99th Avenue. All right, we're taking ladies first, as we always do. Sandra, or Sandra, you're up first. Okay, thank you. Um I have a 2004 Toyota van, and it has less than 100,000 miles on it. And I've been noticing when I'm driving, periodically, it doesn't happen all the time, I'll hear a clicking noise, almost like a turn signal, but the turn signals are off, the flasher is off, I'm holding my hand on my keys, and it sounds like it's coming right at the driver's side, like I'm looking down at the at the steering wheel. And I was just wondering if you think that's anything to worry about or... Okay. Tell, tell me what it is again. I, I missed the year. It's like a clicking noise. No, no, like no, no. The car. Tell me what oh, it is. It's, uh, it's a 2004 Toyota van. Okay, a Toyota van. Right. Okay, okay, okay. All right. Um, here's what I want you to do. I want you, you have two extremes in the climate control. You have cold and hot. I want you if it's really cold, I'm asking you to turn on the air conditioning when you may not want to do it right now. And if that's the case, just roll the windows down. But you're going to save yourself some big diagnostic money if you can say to them, when I have it in air conditioning, there's no noise. If I go to heat, there's noise. And when I go to no climate controls, there's noise. There's a blend door underneath the dashboard that redirects hot air or cold air to the vents. When it starts chattering, it clicks like you say. And mm. if you say to them, on this it doesn't and on this it does, then they'll know it's the blend door. And like I said, you've saved yourself some diagnostic money. So, yep, yep, And then yep. another thing, too, is, is maybe when it happens, you could pull off to the side of the road or into a shopping mall. And, and if it's still happening, then just get out and stand there and put your hand underneath the dashboard as far as you can from the center towards the driver's door. Just touch things. And if you say, ooh, I touch right here and the click is right here, you just knocked the ball out of the park. 
So okay. you told them where it's at, and you told them how to make it happen, and there's, that should be an easy repair. Now, I'm just guessing the blend door is it. It could be a lot of other things, but mm-hmm. we'll, we'll figure it out soon enough. But if you can change it, that's what I'm asking you to do. If you say, right. if I do this, it happens, and if I do this, it doesn't, that's really important to us. Okay. Okay, fantastic. All right. Very good. All right. Where are Thank- you? Okay, I live near Tatum and Bell. Where do you have a shop? I don't um, want to bring it into the Toyota dealer. <laughs> okay. Well, Blackwell's at 40th and Greenway. And, 40th uh, and Greenway. Yeah, he's a good guy. He knows what he's doing. He's a friend of mine, as all of them are. I have their cell phone numbers, and, and I know Tom's wife, Polly, and I can always call her anytime I want and tell a lie about Tom's behavior and get him <laughs> into trouble. So you just, it, I got that I ace. You, 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 you sounded nice on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I am as ornery as they can get. Sometimes I get into trouble, but you know I'm a big boy, son, and I'll just raise my hand and apologize. Okay, great. Thank you very much. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, Roger, you're up next. Uh, Hi, Mark. Um, Excuse me. I have a couple of responses and a question. Okay. I want to go back to the gentleman that uh, called on his uh, tire pressure situation. Yeah. I have a 2006 Toyota Tundra. The light would come on. I would be at 4 o'clock in the morning going through Phoenix. I'd pull over, pull out my tire pressure gauge. Everything was fine. So what I finally came to realize is I guess there's a battery in there, or I'm not quite clear what it is. But my solution was I pulled every one of those sensors off of my wheels, and I carry a tire pressure gauge. And, and, and in this day and age, if people have to rely on a light to check their tire pressure, I, that's an issue. And okay. so I have to, I'm sorry. No, no, no I, I, I understand what you're saying. I'm going to argue with you, though. Well, There's I know. Some... Let, me, you know let me just finish my, and then you All can right, well, well, you got three things, so let's go, go ahead. Go ahead. All right. So what I did was I took it to a certified Toyota retired uh, mechanic, and he said, hey, we're going to pull the dash out, we're going to cut that light out, and just check, check your tire pressure every two to three weeks. Okay, okay, so what's your point there? Is that, is that what you did? You, you, you disabled the system? I disabled it completely. Okay, well, I think you well, took a well, huge step in the back room. You, you, you ruined, you, you, there's going to be a problem somewhere down the line if you sell that vehicle. There's going to be a problem somewhere down the line because that was a bad decision. So you're certified, to- boy, you wadded up my underwear now. Your certified Toyota guy just disabled a very important part of your car because you had a problem with its performance. So, the- and you have aftermarket TPSMS because you can't take those sensors out unless you break the tire off the wheel. Did you have the tires broken off the wheel in order to fix or replace your sensors? tore them off. I took them out, and I checked my tire pressure every uh, okay. two Okay. Okay. All right. Well, that's fine. I understand that you made that choice. I'm telling everybody else, you are rolling the dice. Those tire pressure monitoring systems have saved more lives than than uh, anything other than an airbag. The airbag saves more lives. But, but I, I'm not going to uh, tell you that what Roger did is right, is smart, uh, is safe, none of that. That's like disabling your airbag. 
That's uh, that's a bad deal. Okay, you had one other point. Go right I'm, ahead. I'm I, I'm not going to run to Toyota and go check it out for seventy, eighty, a hundred dollars. Tell me something that I don't know. I I walk around my tires and I have good tires, so they pick up a lot of little. Pebbles. Roger, we need to move on. We need right, to move on. on. Let's go to oil changes real quick. Okay. Uh, you've spoken multiple times about oil changes, synthetic oil, semi-synthetic, and and regular. Yes. How often do you really believe that synthetic oil should be changed? I mean, bottom line, how often? Well, let me just explain something to you, Roger. I am an expert with oil. I understand. I've been okay. listening to you for 10 years. All right. So I'm. T- you don't have to worry about what I'm telling you is being the truth. The synthetics will go ten to 15,000 miles on virtually every car in my fleet of 32 rentals, and all my family has synthetic. And Mark is running his 12 and 13,000 miles. My wife is going the full 15 because she's on the road a lot. So the answer to your question is it's 10 to 12 to 15, and your owner's manual sometimes will dictate 10 or 12 or 15, but I know it'll go. The synthetic oil is a far superior oil. It's like a steel-belted radio compared to a 1932 Ford, a tire off of a 1932 Ford. So there's, there's, there's nothing at all. The conventional oil is what your dad and my dad had. That's 3,000 to 5,000 miles. Semi-synthetic or blend is between 5 and 7, and from 7 north all the way to 15 is synthetic. It's a superior oil. It protects better. It flows better cold. It flows better hot. It has more detergent. Everything about synthetic oil is worth the money. But there's a lot of people that say, I only drive 3,000 miles a year, and I say to them, put conventional oil in it. That way you only have one oil change a year. So you drive 3,000 miles, put the cheapest oil you can find. There's no harm, no foul in that. 602-508-0960. Ted, if you stay there, um, you're going to be my first caller. But if anybody else wants to join, i got four lines open. 602-508-0960. Folks, it's not in your best interest to disable safety devices. I, I promise you. Um, I also work in a lot of crashes and uh, The TPMS, Tire Pressure Monitoring System, saves lives every day that I'm alive. So please don't disable yours. Uh, We'll be back in just a minute. Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserit paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. There's no question you need Omega-3s. 
But which form should you take? Fish oil or krill oil? Scientists have debated this for years. Luckily, there's a new solution to satisfy everyone. It's called Krill Omega 50 Plus. It combines ultra-pure fish oil and joint-soothing krill oil together in just one tiny pill. It's so powerful, it can promote the health of your heart and your arteries. And if that wasn't enough, it can also boost your joint comfort in just days. We're so sure Krill Omega 50 Plus will work for you. We'll even send you a free bottle to put to the test. The debate is over. It's not fish oil or krill oil. It's both. And now it's free. Just pay $4.95 for shipping and claim your free bottle. Call now. 1-800-679-5745. 1-800-679-5745. That's 1-800-679-5745. Welcome back to The Cat Show. Up next, we have Nico. Nico is a member of the Shelter Pet Group. That's right. A group known especially for their sunspot sleeping, ball chasing, leg rubbing, couch purring, bed leaping, and of course, companionship. Wonderful. And what breed would you say Nico is? I'd have to go with a tabbyish Persian kind of mix. Tremendous cat. I'd also like to point out her coat's wonderful mix of colors. Is it black, gray, gray, black, brown? Somewhere in between. Indeed. You know, it's always special when we get to see a cat like this. Just look how she struts. It's like she owns the place. And how she's so incredibly cute in her indifference to commands. A strong-willed feline. Ah, and see how she curls up and cuddles her person. The pitch on her purring is simply perfect. Nice one. I know. Fantastic cat. Fantastic indeed. But really the best way to know an amazing shelter pet like Nico is to meet one. Visit theshelterpetproject.org today. Adopt. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States and the Art Council. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. Your daughter just got invited to the prom. Do you A, meet her date? I need to see your past date report cards, your driver's license, a list of references, and this hair sample. B, help her pick out a dress. <gasps> Don't you just love the long sleeves and turtleneck on this pantsuit? Ugh. C, attend the prom undercover. Mom, what are you doing here? I'm not mom, I'm Calvin, the new kid at school. Or D, capture her big moment. Uh, Let's take a photo of you two. I'm in the middle. When it comes to parenting, there are no perfect dancers. But that's okay, because you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. All about that demon, all 34 minutes after the hour, 11 o'clock. Folks, um, I, sometimes I just, my emotions get the better part of me. Let me explain real quick. Um, Mr. R called in and said that he had this tire pressure monitoring system problem and he went to this Toyota certified guy that knows everything there is to know and I can't tell you how many times I hear that on a weekly basis. Oh, this guy used to work for Mercedes-Benz and so he's really appropriate for my Toyota. None of that is true. He Then he said something about going to the dealer and having him charge me $70. There are 95% of the jobs that they the dealer can do and the independent shop can do. What we can't do is handle factory warranty issues. But we can do anything else they can do. Anything else they can do. So that's not the only option. And, folks, I, I do mechanical issues with respect to car crashes. 
I, I have one right now where the vehicle, the driver said all of a sudden it swerved left and he crossed the center line and, and uh, seriously hurt and killed some people. So the idea is is that I've been around the block. I've seen all kinds of people die, and if they would have had their seatbelt on, they wouldn't have died. So safety devices in your car, they save lives. And then he calls back and says, if you do the belt, you have to replace all the pulleys. I don't know where he got that. Let me turn the question around. It's, Mark, when you replace the belts on your wife's car, do you replace the pulleys? No. When was the last time you replaced a pulley? Probably once a year. How many cars do you service? 20 a day. So you've only seen one bad pulley? Yeah, yeah, I've seen one bad pulley. Sometimes an idler pulley, sometimes, you know, the tensioner pulley, whatever. But the idea is is that those kinds of things, it's the right question you ask. It's not the statement you make, it's the question. Mark, do you love your wife? Yes, I do. Mark, what do you do about your wife's car when you change the belts? Do you replace all the pulleys? No. Does your wife travel out of town? Yes. That's how it works. Okay, Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing is in Mesa. They're really, really good. They're on Main Street just east of Stapley. Brian and Thelma are the salt of the earth. When you go and you meet one of the two of them, you'll understand why I suggest you go there. It's the only shop in Mesa that I've been able to find that has the highest level of expertise and customer service. So Thompson's Auto Repair on Main Street, servicing the entire Mesa area on Main Street just east of Stapley. Uh, Let's go to Ted. Ted, thanks for holding. How can I help you? First of all, thanks. I've been a customer off and on over the years, and you've helped me several times. Well, thank you. I have a a man issue. (laughs) Okay, okay. I'm with you. (laughs) I have a 2003 Mazda 6. I had a dead battery, and I tried to push it out of the garage, and I didn't stop it in time, and I hit the the driver's door. Okay. I need it relined, and I live in Chandler. (sighs) Is there somebody that... I don't care where I have to go in the valley. That doesn't matter. All right. I've got plenty of time to do it. All right. Why don't you want to report this to your insurance company? My deductible. Okay. Um, did it bend the door around to where it's, you know, kind of like looks like a windshield? No. It it raised it enough that it still closes okay. with effort and it and I bent the top corner window side you know okay. on the window some and but it still closes with effort okay but it's going to leak air and water you know right okay. that's why i still in the garage <laughs> okay okay fair enough fair enough um i want you to call my daughter andy at the shop okay and ask her because we have a couple of people that we recommend we're going to try to send you close by there's sure. a young man named Kyle who's prov- provided great service to us and our family, and he works at a body shop. I just can't remember where. All right. And um, and I, I'm going to send you to somebody that we use ourselves. Thank so, you. And my wife wrecks cars like once a week, so I'm, I'm, I'm there a lot. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> Ted, don't repeat that, okay? All righty. Thank you. Bobby, you're up next. Bobby, how can I help you? Hey, Mark. How you doing? Um, Good. Hey, I've got a strange one for you. I've been... Um, Listen to you forever and stuff, and who knows it could be you. Um, I've got a 2012 Nissan Frontier, all right, 4x4, V6, 3, uh, 4.0, and it's got 142,000 miles on it, all right. And last weekend, I went up to Flagstaff, all right, okay. and I drove up. Everything was fine. I parked it Friday night, and it got pretty cold over the weekend, you know, and I, and I didn't get back in it till Sunday morning, all right, but okay. that over those two days, whatever. 
And then I go and never have a problem. I turn it on and it just starts running really rough, and the, fly, and the check engine light started flashing at me. Okay. All right. And then um, so I said, well, let me get out and try to drive it, you know. So I got and drove down the road a little bit, and it was like shifting really. It was like holding it, staying in the lower gears and not winding upshift, you okay. know. And so I pulled it back and I said, well, I'm going to park it and let it run. Maybe it's the cold weather or something, all right. Okay. And so I parked it and let it idle, and then it just it. And as I'm loading up to go home, um, it, it, the check engine light went off and it smoothed out. And then I drove. It still shifted funny, but then it kind of cleared up by the time I got to Camp Verde or something. Okay. Okay. So, and I should tell you one other thing that I learned from your show last okay. week. I'm one of those people that shoves the gas all the way in there, you know, <laughs> overfills it. You know, yeah. <laughs> I've learned from you now. I won't do that anymore. Okay. But and I did that two miles down the road before I parked it that night. Okay, I okay. filled it, overfilled it, you know. So I just want to throw that in there too. And then I don't know if cold weather could like thicken up the transmission. Forgive my ignorance, fluid no, or no. something. Well, here's so, what happened. Um, okay. This is what happened. The flashing light almost always means an ignition misfire. So we can have an errant spark because of moisture. And of course, colder weather in Flagstaff is going to have a little bit more moisture than you know down here in Phoenix. So it could have been something to do with moisture. It could have also been that you stuffed it full of gas and you overflowed mm-hmm. the canister and we're sucking raw fuel out of there. And until we can suck all the raw fuel out of there, then it's not going to run right. The transmission is no, of no concern of mine because the transmission is going to do what the throttle tells it to do. And the throttle knows what oh. your right foot's doing. So it, it's the, it, forget the transmission aspect of it. That's okay. going to be related okay. to you going deeper into the throttle to gain speed right, yep. that you otherwise that wouldn't sense. have done it. So I just keep driving it. You know, if you keep okay. driving it and everything's okay, then if you want to test, um, if you want to test my hypothesis, then stuff yeah. the tank again and see what happens. <laughs> I do that all the time. I've never had an issue until, but and, and I was just listening to your show last week. I said, "Oh man, I did that right before I parked it." I probably let him know that too, you know. And you know, so maybe just first time, and then the, the cold weather is the only two things that I've done different, you know. Well, in the the cold weather, sometimes the car is going to, you know, a car develops a habit just like a horse does and everything else. So so the car's never, when was the last time the car saw 8 degrees above zero or 22 degrees? Yeah, that's true. I'm down here all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, if it cleared up and it doesn't happen in the next week. Yeah, it's been fine all week. So, okay, then I, know, I say cleared up on the way home. So and there's no check engine light, and there's nothing. There's nope. no byproduct of this. Then tell your wife that Mark said it had to be the moisture in Flagstaff, <laughs> and yeah. uh, and and say he okay. he raised his right hand and he said he's sure it was the moisture in Flagstaff, right. and then we don't have to admit that we're wrong. Can you even pull an engine code 180 miles later? Yeah, if it now it depends on the year, make and model, but we do have memory in most of the uh-huh. newer cars for the last probably eight years, and I could be wrong about that. But sometimes when we clear the code, it goes away. But sometimes we have history in there, so we can go in and look at the history. Now, the history, in your particular case with your 12, I think we could pull history out of that, and it'll tell us at least what cylinder the computer saw malfunctioning. Now, you said it's 142,000. Has it had spark plugs in it yet? Yeah, you guys did it at 120,000 just last year. All right. And well, you guys did if, a great job, and you also did the transmission and everything. I took okay. a cue and just had them go through everything. All right. Why don't you do this? Um, it doesn't apply. To, I, I, I'm just going to talk to you. You're my customer. Okay. Mm-hmm. So just go by there and uh, at, talk to Annie, my daughter, and say your dad said that yep. you, know, you guys have checked for co- uh, history codes. That's all. Just history codes. And that's all. Okay. And she'll do that. She's going to verify what your last name is, and that you you know you you weren't last in in 1988, but. 
this is something that um, a lot of shops do for their existing customers, and so I'm offering you the same thing. Okay? Okay. All right. Thank you very much. I'm running late on a break, but but it's my fault, and it's not guilt. <laughs> so we'll be back in a minute. Now you have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Automotive was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online directory. They're proud of their A-plus rating. Thunderbird Automotive has ASE certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Automotive offers a free courser inspection on every vehicle, the same one that some charge $49 for. They now offer a three-year, 36,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have to stop in to Thunderbird Automotive at 88th Avenue in Thunderbird, just west of the 101. For more information, visit them online at ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Or drive right in at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird, just west of the 101. Music is a bridge between the material and the spiritual. My name is Harvey Lauer, and I'm 82. As a blind person, you have to be aware that nobody can tell you what you can or can't do. You really have to try things. My folks got me a little radio in 1940, and that was the best Christmas present I ever got. When I was 11 years old is when I started to uh, play music, play the piano, and then the accordion, and then the cello. My wife, who was also blind, was a good cook. When she died, that's when I started Meals on Wheels. America, let's do lunch. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Welcome back to The Dog Show. Up next, we have Satchmo. Satchmo is a member of the Shelter Pet Group. That's right, a group known especially for their couch-snuggling, ball-chasing, face-licking, tail-wagging, backyard-hanging, and, of course, companionship. And what breed would you say Satchmo is? I'd have to go with maybe a lavish terrier-hound-chihuahua-looking kind of mix. Tremendous dog. Mm, I'd also like to point out Satchmo's coloring, a white, gray, brown, black brindle, simply marvelous. You know, it's such a treat to watch a dog like this. Now, let's see him in action. Look how he makes eye contact with his person. That's actually known as the treat stare. How intuitive. And now he appears to be excitedly turning in circles. Ah, the happy dance, so common with this group. And finally, the loving face lick. It's great how he just gets in there and, well, licks. Fantastic. But really, the best way to know an amazing shelter pet like Satchmo is to meet one. Visit theshelterpetproject.org today. Adopt. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Patriot app tip number two. Set the Patriot as an alarm clock. Open the app, click in the upper right-hand corner, and select alarm clock. It's that easy. And now you'll wake up to the Patriot. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. 46 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. Every Saturday we're here till noon talking about car repair. We start at 10 o'clock. Let me throw something out here. Um, As with every profession, there's going to be disagreements. 
There's going to be guys that say synthetic oil is any good. There's going to be guys that say use synthetic oil and everything. It's backwards compatible. Otherwise, this new synthetic will go back to the first car of 25, 35, whatever. It's no different than doctors. It's absolutely no different than dentists and doctors and everybody else. Everybody is allowed to, to, to manage the parameters in their, in their trade, in their skill. And it's no different with car repair. You have to know, if you don't know already, that I'm a tyrant. And I know right from wrong, and I don't want my employees to get me in trouble. And so we have clear and concise things. And, and we always default to the customer side. So, and there's shops out there that are like me, and I copied them. So it's not a situation where you have to go to the dealer, you have to go to the independent shop, you have to go to the transmission shop, you have to go to a transmission shop that's all of a sudden doing electrical work because he doesn't have enough transmission work, and you don't have to go to a tire shop if your cooling system's overheating, that kind of stuff. It's just a matter of common sense. So when you talk to technicians... There, there's probably some out there that don't agree with some of the things I say. That's okay. That's okay. I'm willing to defend my position and listen to somebody else's, but that doesn't mean I'm going to change. But there are times that someone will call me and they'll have a great argument and I've misrepresented something or misinterpreted something, and I don't have any problem with raising my hand and saying I was wrong. I've only done that once in my life, but nevertheless... <laughs> My wife's going to kill me. She's going to be all over me. Anyway, so that's what it's really all about. Here's what I want to ask. If there's any doctors out there, I want to ask you a question. Not too long ago, one of my family members went to the doctor, and uh, he was in his 60s. And the doctor said to him, you're going to die of cholesterol, diabetes, or blood pressure. That's the odds. Cholesterol, diabetes, or blood pressure. So I'm going to give you a small amount of a pill that helps control blood pressure, diabetes, and the cholesterol. And so we're going to call that a preventative step. We're going to say this gives you a better chance. Now I'm not real sure that I want to live to the time where somebody's changing my diapers. <laughs> I'm thinking, I'm praying to God, take me sooner than that. But the real question is, is is this a valid thought process? Is this some new technology? Is this something that there's merit? Or is the alternative, is, is, is the other end of the spectrum, we've heard about that for years and years and years, and no, um, I don't believe it, or no, um, I don't think that that's a valid, or I do that to my own uh, clients, my own patients. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. If you're in the medical field and you're in that area of doing annual exams and, and prescribing medicines for all the maladies that we have, I'm interested in what you have to say about that. On one hand, it sounds kind of fun. Not fun, but it sounds kind of right. On the other hand, I don't know if I want to take those medicines if I don't have those maladies. So I don't really know the answer to that, but that's the kind of stuff that happens in our industry all the time. You already know that I tease people about Fords, but the Ford and Chevrolet argument's gone on my whole life. So it's just I have a little bigger voice than the rest of them. I can tease people with Fords, but everybody knows I'm just teasing them. 
Everybody knows I'm, and I don't even have Chevrolet underwear anymore. I'm driving a Dodge. <laughs> so, and I told you before, my daughter's driving an Explorer, a Ford Explorer. My da- my wife drives a Ford Edge, and my son drives a Ford truck with a six-point liter diesel engine that is one of the biggest piles of crap I've ever seen in my life. But we're so deep into this truck. And it's a company truck. The, and it's performed admirably over the last two or three years. But the, the upfront cost to get this thing on the road was unbelievable. We could have bought a new truck for what we spent on that one. But everybody knows the 6-liter in the Ford is bad. But we also know that General Motors has had terrible failures with air conditioning systems, with suspension, all kinds of stuff. So everybody has their own, you know, good and bad. If, if you learn anything from the show, I, I want you to think about this. It's not really in your best interest to go in and say, I want to buy a Nissan or a Toyota. Tell me what you think. Because you you may not get the truth. He's trying to guess which one you like. So he or her, is that a... But the better question is, is tell me what cars your your immediate family drives. What what cars? Um, Do you guys like those cars and do you buy them because they're dependable? Or do you buy them because you can buy them cheap? Or do you buy them at the auction? Or what? What do you drive, Mark? What is uh, What shuttle bus do you have? Well, we have a Dodge Grand Caravan. Well, and you drive a Dodge truck. I know, but I got two Fords in the family. I got three Fords in the family. And my mother-in-law drives a Suburban that has 17 million miles on it. And uh, I'm exaggerating, of course. And she loves it, and she won't trade it in for the new technology Suburbans. But if she did, she'd have a great amount of new information on the dashboard. But she just doesn't want to, and that's okay with me, too. So it's just it's a matter of asking the question. Mark, do you use synthetic in all your cars? Yes, but I've had, I got a couple of oil burners that, and oil leakers that I don't use synthetic in. I use a conventional. It's cheaper. Mark, what kind of tires do you buy? We buy Toyo tires. Why do you buy Toyos? Because we love the tire. It's been very good to us. The company's good to us. Um, it's been a, a huge success. We used to sell BF Goodrich, not anymore. We used to sell Michelin, but the price point is substantially higher than the Toyotas. When we look at the comparison, when we compare the performance, so otherwise they have, there's a number there that, that describes the average life of the tire then there's one for traction and a b and c with a being the best and c being the worst and then they have tread wear and traction and tread wear and so those are the kind of things that we look for but that i'm not saying everybody else has to follow me we all buy different brakes some of us buy bendix or wagner or rebestus or akibono that kind of stuff and it's really not a matter of what's made in america what isn't because probably 60, from 50 to 75% of all the cars out there have parts from offshore. Uh, it was I was talking to a guy the other day that tracks parts backwards for manufacturers. So the manufacturer may say, hey, this other car guy is buying motor mounts cheaper than I can. Go find out where he's getting his motor mounts from. And in this particular case, he tracked motor mounts, manu- and I don't remember what country he went to but there was this huge factory owned by this very nice gentleman and he sells his motor mounts to everybody in the world for eight dollars and fifty cents 
But once we get them to the United States, then we distribute them throughout what we call the warehouses. Then the warehouses distribute them to the storefronts, and then the storefront distributes them to me, and I then sell them to you. That motor mount's going to be 80 bucks. But there's all these people in the middle between the guy who made it and Mark Salem who installs it. And actually, it's between the guy that made it and the guy that ends up with it. So those are all kinds of things. I heard a statistic the other day from someone I respect that something like 75% of the new Ford trucks are made in offshore. It is true, and the Chevrolets are the same, and the Dodges are the same. They're all the same. They're assembled in the United States, or they're assembled in Mexico, or they're assembled in Canada. The VIN will tell you that. But the fact of the matter is, is that's just where it's assembled. All the parts come there, and then it's assembled from there. Who we got, Gil? We have Craig. Craig, good morning. How can I help you? Mark. Hey, Mark. Love your program. Use your, use your shop. I have a quick question. It's, I don't have a problem with my car, but it's, a, it's an Infinity. It's kind of like a little, you know, little rocket car. And when uh-huh. I started, it idles high. It's like 1,400 RPM. And I usually wait till it comes down to like eight or 900. The problem is it's sitting in my garage. My wife can't get in it. So she is really aggravated that I sit there and wait for it to slow down because I don't want to back out. You know, like a rocket ship or have my foot on the brake. I think I'm like, you know, increasing the life of the car by letting it, you know, slow down. Am I wrong? Um, she called first and she's already paid me to say you're wrong. <laughs> so um, here, let me explain. Let me explain. The car warms up slowly when you're just sitting there idling it. When you put a load on the car and you accelerate from a traffic light and then you stop and then you accelerate, that's the fastest and the easiest and the best way to warm up your car. So I'm with her. I want to tell you, I would bet all the money in my wife's purse that you're not going to lose 100 miles of life in your infinity if you let it warm up to the count of 10. Long enough to get your seatbelt on, set set the radio where you want it. Take your phone and set it on the seat. Put it in reverse and drive away. Two or three stoplights later, you'll be at normal idle. Now, I don't want you to be NASCAR Louie between the time you pull it out of your driveway, but I do think that that's not the best thing for your engine is to just sit there and wait until the temperature goes up. I think that's too long, and I wouldn't do that if I were you. Okay, let me just clarify. It's not really a temperature thing. It's just about the RPM. No, excuse me. I'm sorry. I've been kind of sick. I understand. What's happening, though, is is as you sit there and the RPM goes down, it's the temperature sender saying, I'm a little warm, I'm a little warmer, and the computer goes, oh, well, if you're this hot, then I should have the idle at 1,200, then 1,100, then 900. So there's a direct relationship between it warming up and how long it hangs the idle. So... And and then if you're in the garage, is the door up when you're in the garage? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, have you been married a long time? Do you love your wife? Yes and yes. Okay. All right. Well, I was going to say cl- let it idle and close the door and run to work. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Of course. Anyway, of course. Thank, thank you very much. That was, a, that was a fun conversation. Kurt's Automotive is at I-17 in Bell, northeast corner. I've known Kurt and Jeff for a very long time and there's another kid there that I can't remember his name wink wink but it's a really good shop to go to Kurt has uh, has pulled rabbits out of his hat on behalf of me and a customer that's in his geographical area many many times he has ASE certified technicians um, he's at I-17 in Bell northeast corner and he's a good guy my email address is mark 
with a K at MarkSalem.com. Mark at MarkSalem.com. If you have a question and you're too shy to be on the radio, then send it to me. Leave a phone number, and I'll call you from a blocked line. But I'll call and tell you it's me, and then I'll call back a few minutes later. Gives you a chance to digest the fact that it's me. For obvious reasons, I have a blocked number. Wear your seatbelt. God bless you. See you next week. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.